and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, episode 199. Ooh, we made it. I realized I was slumped over here, but 199 <laughs> deserves sitting up. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for sitting up, man. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, was, I was a little... Pay attention. He'll be slumped again next week <laughs> during our big party. No, 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 no. 200 deserves... Our big celebration. Is it going to happen? It's going to happen. It's gonna I have happen. confirmation pizza. it's going to happen. Pizza is happening. Well, we're going right. to enjoy And we'll that. tell you why on the 200th episode, but there's a special reason why we, I know we're going to have pizza. So we have I'm looking forward to that. reasons. So, I've, okay. I've removed the candle. Yeah, the candle was quite much last week. It bothered it me. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot to, to light, and then once you lit it, it was too much. Woo, yes. Yeah. The the deep valley smell, yeah, whatever it was. Whatever it was, was not good yeah. for me. We have other candles. But this is a house so. with... It's beautiful, Ed. Well, thanks for know. decorating for us. <laughs> okay. You are the decorator. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's what people know about me. I'm going right. to add this right here. Oh, my Lord. He's a. <laughs> oh, nice. It's symmetrical. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Molly would be so proud. No, I'm just going to. No, she wasn't. What I'm just going to say sure this. Is Molly hates it. I touched <laughs> I her. I was going to say. I know she hates I touched her. If stuff. somehow Molly ended up watching this, I apologize. I did not stop it. Yes. But it is, hap- it is yes. happening. This is not the order in which these go. For those there's of a you, lot of pl- There's also plants. this. Oh, For those of you who haven't seen that, there is Now this. it's just cl- <laughs> it's just cluttered, Ed. Look what you've done. Ed like does not understand the concept of addition by subtraction. There's just more oh, addition. who are the people oh, in your neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, this one's like a neighborhood now. Yeah. Whatever. Those of you just listening, there's two plants and two little house structures. Glass houses. These Glass are, houses. These are the trees that we build in suburbs so that our neighbors who we love can't ever bother us. Ah. Correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. Well, gentlemen, we have uh, a question that is quite lengthy, so you're going to have to pay attention because there's lots of, I guess there's lots of parts to it. I haven't read it. It's... <laughs> I will say this. I haven't looked at this. I just on saw this, it. On this page with line, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines of text. And there That's are right. a lot of, and I see a lot of periods, so it's a lot of sentences. So right. separate thoughts. So do your best, Ed. Lock it. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Ed, Ed gets distracted for those <laughs> really, of you who didn't pretty, Really pretty easy. So if you send in a long question, he might only answer the first uh, well, two I, words. I know the last you, thing that you If you say. ask a question early on and it interests me, that's the one I'm interested in. We'll see if any of this interests you. Here we go. What are your thoughts on bad words? I believe that using the Lord's name in vain is wrong. And really the only bad word outlined in the Bible, though I've not read every page. Okay. Well, I've read every page. <laughs> I have, however, heard others in the church. I will make a complete statement about it, though I haven't read every page. Yeah, don't, don't mock our question answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We respect all questions, <laughs> even this one. Here we go. I have, however, heard others in the church or that our followers say, Oh, Lord, or Oh, God, etc. Was in, it me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> In ways that I... Y'all are not helping me. Sorry. All right, I'm good. I'm on track. Bad words, Lord's name, might be the only one in the Bible. There are three preachers on this podcast. If you send a long thing in where we have not spoken, we're going to interrupt it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So I've heard other people in the church say, oh Lord, oh God, in ways that I would consider misuse. Mm. I'm teaching my children not to say curse words, but I use them myself. (laughs) 
Just no, so. not in front of them. Oh, okay. Well, not in front that's, of them. That's what matters. Not <laughs> in front of them. Okay. And then the, here, the, here's the, how they end it. I just want to point out, y'all don't know this, this but it made Charlie laugh. Too. I mean, yeah, that Charlie, made Charlie, Charlie laugh. I was not won't, expecting. You won't hear it, but I could hear Charlie laugh, and I loved it. I love this question. I know this sounds really like a really judgmental question, and it isn't meant to be. Good. I just want to understand what your opinions are and how you interpret Jesus' stance. Are they really bad, or has society just labeled them that way? All right, here's what I want to say before we even get to the question. I do want to say I appreciate because as someone else who kind of writes stream of consciousness, I can tell that's what you're doing. Yes. And I can, and I do hear the heart behind what you're saying. Is yes, I do You're too. trying to understand, is it acceptable to say bad words? And you specifically mentioned. Yeah, Lord God. Yeah, and God's name in God's vain. God's name in vain. And so, which is an important topic. I do think into. we probably have to talk about that concept. But I just want to say, I do understand you're trying to wrestle this. If you got kids, I'll say I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat. Uh, yeah. I I certainly use lots of language that I have been told by lots of different people. Things I didn't know were bad words that people. Mm. I also say words I know are bad words. Well, <laughs> but haven't, I, haven't you found that depending on whose home you're in, there yes, are correct. different standards on bad words. My mother-in-law has like very specific words, words that I didn't think were bad. Me too. That I'm not that that she prefers me not saying, so I don't say them. I have, so said, I have home, said words in front of children, even where yes. their parents have looked at I used me to get and in said, trouble a lot. "That's got, not that's a bad word." I'm I like, got rebuked in this church mm -hmm. by say, for saying "shut up." Yeah, oh. and I thought, yeah. Dude, mm -hmm. I, I got, my dad would not have been allowed to speak. Yeah. <laughs> he he I, said that I, word I, all I, the time. In that vein, I was rebuked once for saying the word "stupid." Ah, yeah, because that I've was, also that had was somebody's that. bad word. So this is how far it goes. I got in trouble for saying "pissed," and I didn't even ah. know people didn't like that word. I thought that was an acceptable like. I was just what you say when you're upset, mm -hmm. and I also got in trouble for saying someone screwed up. Mm. And I didn't realize there was other connotations to that word. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned with a lot of those kind of words is it's generational. It that is. that screwed up has a very specific connotation if you're in your 50s and older, yeah. or maybe even older than that. This person was older than that. Mm -hmm. But that it does not have for me. I didn't even know that was the connotation of that word. I assume it's a sexual connotation. I think so, okay. yes. And so yeah. I did not understand that. And so they found it offensive because they thought that's what I was trying to say. Ah. Uh, and so, okay. anyway, all of those different things. So I understand your heart for this. And you certainly when you have children, yep. there are certain words that when they come out of the mouth of a child, you're like, well, no, you can't say that because <laughs> they, they do. So can we all admit here one thing mm -hmm. that we've all sort of touched, talked about and that, that our question writer admitted. Now this, and boy, this is going to get with some of the people. What I'm trying to control is a child's behavior that somehow I don't think is necessarily wrong for all adults because, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. Which means I'm accepting that when my children get to be an adult, they're probably going to use these words. Mm -hmm. Correct. Similar to, well, if you want to remain consistent. Yeah, I mm -hmm. use them. Mm -hmm. You use them. Mm -hmm. the, the question writer. And so, I use them. That's what they yeah, said. That, so, I'm trying to control behavior of a child, mm. but I don't have a standard that I think should apply to them when they're 25. Correct. Mm -hmm. Or and, 45. And what I hear is that this person is trying to figure out what is a good standard. So I'll say this about the... the well, if we get to the end of their question, just with where I was going. So oh, what does Jesus have to say? Jesus has no standard that applies 
to little kids that don't about what, how we should treat people. Yeah. So if you if you really care about what Jesus cares about in how we speak to other people, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a standard that's, this is okay for adults to say to each other, mm-hmm. but it's not okay for little children to ever say in any context. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't exist that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I may be overlooking it, mm-hmm. but I, I yeah, do I not so. think that exists. Yeah. If that's the end yeah, result. It's particular to Jesus' stance on the issue. Yeah. Yes. So do you, that doesn't mean that you should expect that adults, maybe the stance should be what you want to set for your kids. You should accept. Correct. My mom had a stance for me. Mm-hmm. that she lived out as far as I have ever known from me or my sisters or any human Into that, adulthood, yeah. any human that knew her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she lived out flawlessly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. My dad, not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the, here's what I'll say. I want to answer the other part because I think the Lord's name in vain is probably a separate conversation. It's a little oh, yeah. longer. That's a different that we thing. Should, but I think we can have it in this. I just think, I just wanted to address the so, first part. So it, it oh. I was just going to say this about the part about with your kids. As someone who's parenting right now, there are things that, that I say, and my kids have heard me say, that I tell them, hey, that's not appropriate for you to say. And I'll, I'm not even talking about specific words. I'm talking about concepts. I, I, I have the um, sex talk with my kids at an earlier age than most parents have with their kids. And I told them, you can talk to me about any questions you have about sex or X, Y, and Z. But if I hear that you are talking and joking with your friends at seven years old about sex, I'm not going to be okay with that. That's not appropriate. That's not appropriate because, one, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes. You have this much information about a subject that is way bigger than, and so you're going to get it wrong. And I didn't use the language of sin. I do not think it is sinful for them to have these conversations. I do not think it is wise for them to have these conversations, nor is it appropriate and Part of honoring another person is not doing something to them that would somehow cause them to, and I'm trying to say this in a way because everyone's going to poke loopholes. In this particular concept, the way of honoring them is, I'm not going to say things that I know upset you unnecessarily. Yes, honoring you sometimes means I have to confront you about things and it will upset you and I need to say those. Saying certain words and certain talking about, you know, about certain things, right? So I'll give you an example. My mother-in-law doesn't want me ever talking about bathroom stuff at all. Poop, pee, it don't matter. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it. I think it's just a, like, if I went to the bathroom and go, oh boy, don't go in there. She (laughs) thinks that's inappropriate among adults to be having that conversation. I also know other adults that have, I I have been uh, received emails when we had used to do funny videos that involved anything about the bathroom. Uh, so, <laughs> in order to honor her, there's no time where I need to necessarily, unless I went in, saw some of the bathroom, was like, I need to confront you about this. I think there's something wrong with your health because it's something I saw. That maybe I need to talk about it. But in a joking, jovial way, to honor her, I choose not to. My children cannot, they do not have the intellectual capacity at this age to understand when is it appropriate to have these conversations with, isn't it? So with certain language, I say, hey, that's not really appropriate for you to say. When you're older, you can make the decision whether you think that's appropriate or not. The way that my wife and I talk about it when we try to have these conversations, because we're trying to figure it out too, is there are certain things. I don't think it's appropriate for them to drive a car at this point in their life Mm because they do not have the capacity to do so, right? Uh, dating's another thing. We talk about that. There are certain things that as they age, once again, it's not like a sinful, 
Is God mad at them? It's a wise thing. It's, it's about trying to it's prepare them thing. as we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to get themselves into situations where other adults and other children look at them and go, oh, I don't like the way they talk. Yeah, and or, now have to deal with it. And it's been unnecessarily offensive to that correct. person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We all know whether we want to admit it or not that we all, and this person mentioned judging, all of us are judging all the moment. Yes. We can't sure. stop it. Yeah. And particularly when you meet someone new and you're looking to say, are we alike? Are we different? And if a child comes in using language that I don't expect a child to use, there is a thought I have. Mm -hmm. Well, that's and true for an adult. That's right. Yes. There's a thought I have, and most of the time it's not a positive one. That's right. Uh, yeah. And so I think for a long, long time in my upbringing, I saw this issue as a very, oh, you know, it's a it's a it's a God issue. He's mad at me, or I have sinned outside of yes, His it's a will. Sin spiritual. Depending God. on certain words that I said, there were words that if I and I can remember as a child um, hearing something on television, and as children do, I mocked it or just out of without a thought said it. The moment it came out of my mouth, I was terrified. I thought I had now done something that put me at odds mm -hmm. with God just by a word that I spoke, and. I'm, my point in saying all of that is I don't think that that is the heart of what the scriptures are trying to teach us when it talks about our speech. Correct. Well, again, I think more in vain of what, when, like when Paul writes I instructions to the church, he talks about don't let a single unwholesome word come out of your mouth. But only yes, what is beneficial for building other people up. So, so that's a high standard. Yes, he's modifying unwholesome by what builds others up. Yes. So I'll just say this. I've had some of the nicest language spoken to me mm. by people in churches. And by that, if you would if if I I can't say any of the words they said were sinful, but the way they put them together with the tone that they used to bring them to me with the over uh, the nature of them, the words themselves would all have been, everybody would have proved on them. Their intention was to tear me down. Yes. Correct. Mm -hmm. That is an offense to the body. Correct. Yes. They did. They weren't pointing out an error mm -hmm. in hoping that they could help me correct it. There wasn't love in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, I would think that's the bigger principle we need to teach our 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 children, our grandchildren, ourselves, is that God's given me the ability to talk to people and that when I talk to other people, when I'm involved with them, I want to do so in a way that I think will be helpful to them. I want to, I, I want to build them up. It may be correction, mm -hmm. but I want to do that in a way. It may be we're going to, we're going to joke and it might be, and I, I think I could make a case for this. I know there are people that would disagree that I use a word that other people might think was off color, but between two of us, because of something yes. we share yes. is okay. And I know it encourages. Yes. Well, that it helps. Yes. When I was, when I was younger, and I'll say even in ministry, when I was, when I was younger in ministry, but certainly like my teenage college years, I thought it was phony to be one way, and I'm, I'm, once again, everyone not get not jump on me. In the context of this, to be one way on stage and one way off stage. So if I was up, whatever whatever way I speak privately should be acceptable for me to talk in in public. Mm -hmm. And so, in the way that I talk about this is 
there are, like you said, there are ways that I talk around our office. Yep. There are ways I talk, me and my wife joke with each other, me and my friends joke with each other, that I would never say from the stage. No. Not because I think what we were doing was sinful, That's what right. they were, but because, and this is the way language just works. Yes. Language hits everyone in a very personal way. Mm -hmm. And so there are words, like I said about <laughs> pissed off. I've said, I still say pissed off because I think most people are now okay with it, but there was a time I didn't know that it was unnecessarily offending people and they weren't listening to anything else because they thought they knew something now about my yeah. character mm -hmm. that disqualified what I said. And eventually I learned that's unnecessary. So there are certain languages that I don't want to use. And I'll say there are things that sometimes I'll write stories in, but I know that the story is so into a sermon. I'm so sorry. I'll write a story into a sermon, but I know the, the story will bring up, it's a little controversial and it'll bring something up. If I'm not going to spend the rest of the sermon explaining that story, I'm not going to throw it in for shock factor because it does not help draw people in. In the same way, I want to use my language. So when I'm speaking to a room of 250 people and I don't know every person and I don't know how they're going to take, I try to be very careful mm -hmm. in what I'm choosing to say. Yep. But there are rooms I've been in in this church that I have used language <laughs> I would not necessarily use in front of 250 people That's that right. I've used in front of 25 people. That's right. Because I know those 25 people. And they know you. That's right. And they know me. And, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's, a, it's a more casual kind of thing. Yeah. So for me, going back to bad words, and that's why I joked when you said, uh, you heard the person say, oh, Lord, or oh, God, I go, oh, you're probably talking about me because maybe you know me and you've had conversations and I'm a little more flippant or I'm a little more this. That to me, at 15, I would have gone, oh, that's phony to do that. Honestly, me at 15 would have said, oh, I'm just going to say it on stage to show how not phony I am because I'm going to keep saying it here, so I might as well say it here. And now what I've learned is, that's not the job mm -mm. in any of these communications. And just like there are things I don't say to my mother-in-law, there are things I'm not going to say in front of strangers. And that's what my children do not have the capability of understanding. Mm -hmm. And so we just tell them, we often refer to them as grown-up words. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make a decision when you're a grown-up whether you can say that. And then this is what we do that I think you should do with your kids. We explain what the word means. Mm -hmm. When oh, I yeah. hear them say it, yeah. I say because I've said this very regularly, I am about to say a word that a lot of people may feel uncomfortable with. Uh-oh. Yeah, but the word is? bastard. Mm. I was a child. The first curse word I ever remember saying was that word. Mm. And I had heard it in a movie uh. and everyone laughed. Or it was a TV show, I think. Yeah. And everyone laughed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, this is just a funny word. A funny like word. I was five, six years old. And I said, this is a funny word. And yeah. you just throw this word in and people laugh, right? Yeah. Well, I said it to a friend of mine who then went and told their parents, mm. who then like a narc told my <laughs> parents, and my, I remember my dad sitting me down and saying, here's what this word means. This is what you just called him. Mm -hmm. And I remember weeping because I remember going, oh, I didn't know yeah. this word carries that. So I say that regularly to my daughters is, hey, when you call someone this and because they hear things in TV, you know, yeah. we talked about that in a recent episode. Yeah. I let them watch a lot of stuff that has really vulgar language. And then occasionally they repeat it and they call one of their sisters those names. And I come in and go, this is what you're calling them. I want you to look at them and tell them that's what you think of them. Mm. Or do you want to apologize and say, I shouldn't have said that? Yeah. And then they do. So I would encourage you. Which yeah. then becomes words that build up. Correct. Yes. And I have to apologize to you mm. and I have to go, I am now using a language appropriately. Mm. Correct. And so I tell my children, you know, <laughs> these are words, maybe you hear it on TV and maybe they're using that way or maybe they're joking with you or maybe you hear some grown-ups. Maybe you hear grown-ups at church joke with each other and say some of these mm. words. 
you're not old enough to be able to learn how to use it in a way that builds up. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, and for until you can be sure that you can use it in a way that encourages, is loving mm-hmm. to the person you're saying it to, you probably shouldn't use it. Try so it. that's so at least my approach. That's the kids. track that I also yeah. wanted to go down. But I don't want us to miss the Lord's vain, yes. name and vain part, yes. Yes. which we think we all, I can tell we all think is a separate thing. Yes, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll clear the deck. The, the second commandment of taking the Lord's name in vain is not about language. It's that, not about saying, it is oh, not my primarily, God. Primarily. I mean, it is language. minuscule yes. about language. Yes. yes. But we have we have made that the only thing in our Correct. day. People, Correct. people use that commandment and say, well, that means you can't say the word Lord or the word God outside of a context of talking about him, or therefore you've created, you've done some kind of mortal sin. That's well, right. that's the, that's not what the commandment was about. I'd say those first, really, I guess it's the first four commandments that are, you know, don't, you know, no other gods before yeah. me. Don't take, you know, the graven images. Mm-hmm. We all, if, if, if you grew up like I did, where you had to at some point memorize the 10 commandments and the way it was kind of taught to me at least was like, make sure you ain't breaking these things, boy. These are the big 10. Don't mess it. I would always go one good, two good. I ain't got no idols in my house. I'm not allowed to say it because in my house, this also just shows how ridiculous it is. I always had to say, we had to make sure the shh was on the end of not God. I got to say, oh gosh, golly is Uh okay, but not, and it feels a little silly. There's an Usher song called OMG, but Usher, I believe he was raised Jehovah's Witness. Uh, so he he very clearly, it's just so silly. It's a song about a about a woman's body making him say, oh my gosh. So he always puts wow. the essay, and I go, how silly is this that you're worried about? You're singing a song about taking a woman from the club home because she's got such a, she's just so hot. And it makes me say this, but I got to make sure I say gosh, because that would be sinful. That's right. <laughs> that part of this song would yeah. be sinful. It is crazy. That's not what the second commandment. What does it mean to take the Lord's name in vain? It means that if you live in a way that misrepresents who God is, mm-hmm. then you have because in the Old Testament, to mm-hmm. bear someone's name Correct. is to bear their reputation. Yes. It wasn't to necessarily. Now, Ed's right. There's a part of it that talks about speaking his name. A a part of it. And the Jewish people have been very clear about that. Correct. Much more clear than we ever were um, about speaking the Lord's name. But it was more about bearing the Lord's reputation within yourself Mm -hmm. and to make that something that is other than what it should be. Yeah, it's what Jesus is getting at when he tells them about making oaths in the, yeah. in the thing. He, They are taking the Lord's name in vain, mm-hmm. Correct. even though they want to you know, get around it with all these little games. When you're trying to ask, put the Lord, attach the Lord to something that you won't want to do directly because you know you can't really do it, but mm-hmm. you want people to think you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or it's even- I thought one of the best parts of the, and it's the people, and I, I'm now doubting starting down this line, it's the people who want to have Christian businesses. Right. <laughs> there are Christians who run businesses. There are no Christian businesses. Well, and you better be very. Let's be clear. Well, and you bet. Now, clarify or, or qualify that. Jason's I, really concerned what you're saying about no, Chick fil A. No, no. I think he's. <laughs> what? I agree with yeah, him, I, but I, help us connect that to. When the you take name a. Cor- when you. 
Well, the moment I say this organization is a Christian business, okay. it is a Christian business, then everything out of that is attached to the Lord. All right. Thank you. And and that's that can't be. Yes. That can't be. That's right. Because this business can't even fulfill most of the commands of the Lord. Yes. Mm. Yes. I can be, we are, we who lead this corporation are Christians who we are going to live in a way that honors the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so you can expect that when we personally are doing, but I can't guarantee all of our employees, and for sure this corporation mm-hmm. does not yeah. represent Jesus in any okay. way. So in that way, it's the same. that would be taking God's name, reputation, and place and misplacing it. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, in imper- and that's what taking the Lord's name in vain yes. means. Same thing. I, I you know, I, I can get where people, if they really begin to understand it, will see that a lot of times we in churches do that. We, Absolutely. We t- we take the Lord and we apply him to things that we you know this is a good Christian thing. It's just a thing. Well, and part that of that we happen to be doing because we're a church. Mm-hmm. Part of taking the Lord's name in vain is when you take on someone's name, you are taking on the blessings of that person. That's and so right. the idea for Israel, you go back to the Old Testament in Israel, is God was saying, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to lead you into this promise. I'm going to be with you. These tribes are going to try and destroy you, right? But I'm going to be with you. You're going to have my blessing. So don't take that in vain. If you are going to accept the blessing, you then must live according to this. That's why it's so early in the commandments is everything comes after. If you want the blessing, you live by these things. So another way of taking the Lord's name in vain is to um, try and hold God to something he did not promise to do. I'm trying to get the, here's a good example of it. I've I've had sex outside of marriage. I've got and I'm afraid I got the girl pregnant. I'm saying, God, if you will make sure she is not pregnant, I'm gonna blah blah blah. That is taking the Lord's name in vain. I want the blessing of the Lord, mm-hmm. and I but I don't. I, I have on no a situation that I didn't consult him on at all. Correct. Nor do I have real plans in the future to go this. You know, it's the teenager who goes, God, I didn't study for the test. If you'll let me pass this test, I'll I'll go to church every Sunday and I'll blah blah blah. You're, you don't even intend to do that part. It's taking the Lord's name in vain. It is saying, yes. I want the blessings of life with you. I want your protection and your you know, provision and all these things. But I don't have any attention to, as Jason said, actually bury your name in the world. And I'll just right. say this. If we would start getting those lines clearer in our mind, do, do I still attach some things to God that I probably shouldn't? Absolutely. I think I probably still do. And, mm-hmm. and as I try to get God more and more clear on that, uh, help me get clear on that. What happens for sure is I don't use the Lord's name also in vain. The, the, sure. ver- the verbal part sort of comes naturally mm-hmm. because the bigger issues right. are the more important issues. But when I start at the pebbles and I pick up a bunch of pebbles, which are all these various different ways that I might be saying something about God mm-hmm. or Jesus or something <laughs> around the way, I just pick up enough pebbles for me to think, Ah, uh, I did everything he asked me to do because I sure did pick up a bunch of pebbles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the bigger issues are still getting caught in my mm-hmm. life. There, this yeah. is an issue that I'm just attaching God to all kinds of stuff. So, and, and I know I'm, what I'm about to say probably sounds like I'm contradicting everything I said before. But I will say this, in that vein of what you just said, to then take the Lord's name and the name of Jesus even mm-hmm. and use it as a... Curse word. Correct. Right. 
is also taking it in vain. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. It is. So, so, and and that's the thing that. I, so I'll, I'll be clear when I watch a movie or a television show, and the person, you know, something bad happens, and they yell Jesus's name. Yeah. My heart just kind of it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, that's right. It hurts. That's right. Because in that moment, they have done that, not because they just uttered his name, but in what they attached him to. Mm, that's right. That does that make sense? So absolutely. I know that might sound like a distinction without a difference. I, I'll say I have the same thing happen. <laughs> Ed just get, he, he, he gets geared up, and then he realizes, oh, there're gonna be people. I if I see a pastor who has some monetary blessing in his life and it's yes. just over the top and he talks about the blessing of the Lord mm. falling on him when a mile down the road from him, people, I go, man, how Jesus would be there. Yeah. Jesus would be over with these people who do not have, I, I, don't, I don't believe, I, it, it feels like you're trying to feel good about something you did by putting Jesus on it. Yeah. yeah. I think don't blame me. It was Jesus. Again. Yeah. Jesus gave me all this money. I had to have, I mean, what would, you, if Jesus gave you all this money, wouldn't you buy a plane? Yeah, absolutely. Gulfstream jet. That's oh, all Jesus. Whew. Yeah. That's, that's just the way Jesus rolled. The guy that didn't have a place to lay his head. Yeah. You know, that guy who was homeless. Yeah. He'd have a Gulfstream. Okay. Absolutely. He would. But I think that does get to what we've been talking about this whole time. I think with any kind of language, that's where I try to come back to. I try not to, even when I deal with other people and there, there are things they say that I go, hmm, I wouldn't have said that or, oh, I wouldn't have said it that way. Mm-hmm. To me, language is really important, which is why it's really important for me. I am trying to learn these days, may not seem that way, to be slower to speak because I realize how carelessly I've said things that no one would have been offended by uh, because I didn't use vulgar language. But the person I was speaking to, it probably wounded them very deeply because I just found a way to craft it. Or I flippantly said something. This is what's even worse. I know why James says at times uh, that pat, that teachers will be held more responsible. There are things I flippantly have said because I needed to fill the space on this podcast or because I wanted to sound smart, you know, on stage that people took very seriously. And I look back and I go, oh, I didn't even really mean that. I just I just wanted to kind of say something clever. And I'm trying to get more careful about that. And in particular, when you talk about saying the Lord's name in vain, I think the heart behind that, the heart, as we said, even around bad language, vulgar language, um, is that it is not meant to build up. So I want to be very careful in how I say things. But like we said, I don't think Jesus is as concerned with, I think culturally there is, because language is cultural, Mm -hmm. there is a different feeling around, oh my gosh, or oh my God, than there was even 20, 30 years ago. I don't think that's as much as what God's concerned about as he is about maybe, like you said, when I, I've had to say this to my girls because they've heard on TV, I said, mm-hmm. I'm not as, so you, you'll hear my kids, I'm not as hard on the, oh my God, as I am. I've heard them before, just repeat from TV, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus Christ. And yep. they'll say, and I'll say, yep. Jesus' name is so precious. Let's not use it like we're saying a, a bad word. Yeah. Let's try and make it a good word, yeah. you know, and do that. Because once again, I don't think, oh my God, fits that way culturally anymore. And I think parenting-wise, the, just the tone you had just then, which I assume is the tone you used, mm-hmm. That's the tone I would use with my kids is, mm-hmm. hey, 
it's instructional. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes. I, I know mm-hmm. this is the way this goes, but we we love Jesus in mm-hmm. this place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, <laughs> I there was a, uh, this is a, this is a you'll love this. It is a throwback. When I was youth minister, I used to take uh, the young people to like these conferences, mm-hmm. and there was this group, uh, a drama group called One Time Blind. I, I remember, remember One Time Blind. Blind. Them. Well, they had a sketch. <clears throat> they would do these sketches to make a point, and it was like an overblown thing to make a point. Well, one of the sketches, one of the guys is hanging out with his friend, and every other word, he's just like, oh, my Larry, and he's just using the word Larry <laughs> as a curse word. And the guy finally stops him, and he goes, well, you know Larry's my dad. And the point they were trying to make in this sketch is whenever you say God's name or Jesus's name, you're taking, you know, and it was a good point. I think it was a little overblown. A little overblown. But that's the, you made me think of that. That's right. That's good. Well, and so I would just encourage you with yourself. I have had to get very careful to, uh, if you had known me even five, six years ago, it was a different case. Uh, for me, I'm trying to become more careful about what I'm saying because I think sometimes we forget how in how much we internalize these words that we're saying mm. in the way that I I think about this person I'm speaking about. And I think that I'm joking about them, but there's a way in which the reason I did choose that word. And it's different than what we're talking about of like when I'm talking to my friend and we yeah. have a little, oh, you yeah. know, all of that. I'm talking about when I'm a little frustrated with someone and I'm talking to my wife and I I, I might call them something or I might say something and, and she knows I'm joking and I don't really mean it, blah, blah, blah. There's a way I've internalized that. So I try to be very careful now not to use certain words because they strike me a certain way. And as we said on the episode about media, if I feel convicted, I probably just need to get better about it. Yeah. And so I I know now it feels like we've come full circle on the thing we're saying. I'm not. I don't think the words themselves are sinful. I think there is a cultural nature to them. And if the reason I, I am trying to really investigate my language why did I say that word? Yes. Was I did I think it would build that person up? Because I'll say this with certain of my guy friends, kind of joking that way, there is a building up oh, nature to it because yeah. it makes us feel like, man, we're close. We can joke with each other. <laughs> I know with people who are my friends, joking is that's the yes. way I know you. And really. we're more oh, yeah. vulgar and crude than I, I would. I, be I have other friends people. that I can walk into the room and say, "You are an ugly fat sob," yeah. and yes. they would love it. Yeah, yes. we would laugh. Yeah. Right. I could never walk in and t- say that to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Nor would I want to. <laughs> if you just can I be in the room Nor just to watch that to. reaction, that would not. No, I know no, your no. wife. She would not. No. She would not put up with that for no, you. She so. wouldn't. <laughs> and she shouldn't. No, she shouldn't. But my point is, it's a difference between men and women. Like it is. you and I have a friend that I hadn't seen. He came up here during COVID, uh, Billy. And oh, I love Billy and always have. I haven't seen him in years, but he and I are very, were very close at one time. And that day, he leaned over to me and whispered and said, you going to name that gut? (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That's why. And I busted out laughing like that. And I go, did you name yours? Mm, Exactly. (laughs) That's that's great. So I would encourage you that that's the tension you're trying to figure out. You want to make sure your language is building other people up. Yeah. And you want to make sure that as a parent, you're you're creating because you are habituating for them. You in the way you speak and the way you do, you're showing you're showing them how you do that. And so I try to not hide the way I speak in front of my kids. And I'm and I can tell they can see mm-hmm. when I'm with certain people and they can tell see how they respond and they see how it right. goes. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm hoping one day they'll make you know yeah. similar decisions. And so none of us are perfect. Nope. Let me let me add one thing on about the money. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just you know try to be careful. God does bless us oh, monetarily, sure, sure. and He gives us some things to enjoy. I wasn't saying God doesn't bless you to enjoy some of what you have. Okay. That's clearly spoken by Paul and Timothy. Correct. Thank you, Bob. There's further evidence of what you should also do when you are blessed with money. The rest of the disclaimers that Ed remembers will be in the description. <laughs> <laughs> that I now feel bad about yes. things that I should yes. have just not said. Yes. Great conversation, gentlemen. <laughs> and um, Thank you for the question asker. Very that, much that appreciate That was a very good that discussion. That was a great discussion. I don't think we've had that one. That was a very wordy question. We appreciate it very much. Send us another paragraph or Send two. us many more. <laughs> uh, however, next week we will not be answering those questions because... It's our 200th episode. It's our 200th We made it. We made it. Come back next week and you will celebrate along with us. We'll be celebrating you, our fine audience that has lifted us to the 200th episode. We do it for the fans. Right. So have a great one. See you next time. We're going to wake Charlie up and turn this one on. Number 200. (laughs)